Welcome to Dancing with Gravity, my podcast about everything juggling. My name is Cyril Rabat. I'm your host. I'm French. Uh, please don't mind my accent. I have been juggling for the last 25 years, and this is episode number four. And we're going to talk about the body in this episode. I have a few thoughts about what happens to the body when you juggle, but it's not a basic, um, like it's not an an episode about going through what your body, how your body changes, what you're learning, what's happening to your body when you're juggling. It's more the struggle that I experience as a juggler with my body. And I'm going to dive right into it to And I'm going to take an example. So I've been juggling for 25 years. So there's days in my life where when I was juggling and it was fantastic because of actually, I don't really know why my body was extremely alert and present and my mind and my attention was focused exactly on the right place and my juggling was effortlessly and quite magical it was nearly happening in spite of me i have a specific memory actually i was in uh, russia in moscow at the moscow circus school and i was learning with uh, nadezhda my my russian teacher that I had for a couple of months when I was in in Russia. I was uh, was 27, 28 years old probably. And suddenly I juggled seven balls. So for you that knows how to juggle or even don't know how to juggle, seven ball is is quite remarkable. It's a pretty difficult pattern to get to, but at the same time, it's a pretty basic pattern because it's a cross pattern, the same than three balls, five balls, seven balls. So when you juggle three, five, seven, nine, when you juggle um, odd numbers, you juggle the same pattern. And it's a pattern where you throw every ball from one hand to another so they're crossing in the air and they go from the right hand to the left hand and from the left hand to the right hand so if you just keep on pushing that pattern of three five seven nine balls you just stay in the same pattern so it can be very comfortable even though it is challenging it it is difficult to juggle seven balls but it, it actually can be very comfortable and it's, it's a comfortable feeling once you master it. And I was, it was that day, and I don't know why, I don't know how. That's the thing I, re- I remember clearly, not knowing what the fuck just happened. 
And I juggled seven bowls, I think, perfectly. Absolutely perfectly for probably like a whole minute. And that that's it. Like there there's no point in my life where I juggled seven bowls like that ever again. It, it was just magical. And I was lucky because I remember one of the teacher of the school, he was not my teacher. He, it was a guy, I don't remember his name. He was a guy and he was also a juggling teacher, but he was like very like always in a bad mood kind of guy and, and very uh, like stereotypical Russian guy and re- reading his journal while teaching juggling. And I was very fortunate it was not my juggling teacher. There, there was like a bunch of probably like five different juggling teachers. And but he appeared to be right in front of me and by chance because he was never looking at me but by chance at this moment he was looking at me and once I finished juggling and I stopped juggling how I couldn't believe it myself and I and I and our eyes crossed you know like I, I saw the guy and the guy saw me and we watched each other and he was like which means good in Russian. <laughs> I never heard the guy say good to anyone. But he looked at me and he was like, hmm, хорошо. Like, that was good. And that was simply perfect. And it was very validating to me. So why am I sharing that um, thought is because that memory is because when then I started to try to recreate that same feeling and that same uh, experience that right after, you know, like I, I started to juggle seven balls again, trying to do it the same way and I couldn't. It was still great, but it was not as perfect as this one. And the day after wasn't and 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 etc etc like day after day i tried to recreate that pattern so this was extreme because it was really like a an amazing uh accomplishment and and feeling but what i'm touching on is it's easy when i juggle and i think for anyone doing anything in particular actually, in any kind of physical activity, it's easy to think of, today I just did that, at that level, therefore, that's my new, sorry, there, the, the music just started on my computer, I don't know why, sometimes it does that, it pisses me off, I'm trying to record and iTunes just shows up and play music. All right. So, you just did something amazing. Like, you reached a new level, a new height in, in, in your performance, like a new peak in your performance level. And therefore, our brain, at least my brain functions like that, sets my new norm at that peak 
So the next day, I don't consider myself at my old peak where I was trying to learn to juggle seven balls, for example. But my brain says, you just did it and you did it perfectly. So now that's your new standard. And I am expecting myself to be performing at that same level. But it doesn't work like that. And for me, it's very easy to be frustrated with myself if I don't hit the same level of performance the, the next day or, or the next week or the next three years later. What, I, what, what took me a really long time to understand is that What took me a really long time to understand is that the body fluctuates and the levels of performance we have and the peak performance we have fluctuates every day, all the time. We're not machines. We, we, can, we cannot expect the same level of performance day after day. We are working and aiming to become better day after day. But there's some sort of like standard level that fluctuates without, you know, like despite our control, we can't control that. And I see it now kind of like philosophically the same way you look at the earth and the season and breathing and the tide of the ocean, and the cir circle of life, and the flowers blooming, and the trees losing their, uh, 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 the, 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 their, you know, like, I, I don't know how you say it in English, like, you know, like, they lose everything, and then it grows again. All of that is some sort of like up and down or, or like some sort of motion. Like you, you, I can imagine like um, oscilloscope, you know, like the, like the wave of the sound. When you, when you look at a picture or a symbol of the sound, like when we when we talk or we sing or we make any sound, if you look at the sound, it creates those waves and it goes more or less up and down and it's more or less compressed. It's actually pretty obvious to me right now because I'm watching the recording happening. So I have like this band of, of, of you know, like, lines in front of me that goes up and down more or less and there's the same thing happening for the body like the our bodies change and there's so many factors you know it's like obviously there's what you what you eat is going to impact the performance of your body obviously how you slept is going to impact the performance of your body uh, obviously, for women, uh, their cycles and and so many things that I don't even comprehend. 
but for men too, like we also have testosterones and different uh, hormones in our bodies and they fluctuate and we, you know, the older we get, the less we produce them, but they also simply fluctuate depending where we're at in our life. I think emotionally how we feel impact the performance of our body. Um, how you're able to focus or, or meditate or gives, take some space to have like some, a clear mind. Um, there's so many things that impact our bodies, like the seasons. How is it possible that our society asks us to wake up at the same time all throughout all the seasons? But in summertime, uh, in some part of the world where, where I grew up in Paris, in summertime, it, it's daytime at 6 a.m. in the summer. But in winter, the sun doesn't show up until like 9 or 9.30. And then the same at night, you know, like 4 p.m., the sun is gone. And in summertime, it's, it can go up to like 11.30 p.m. And it's still, it's still sunny outside. It's still daylight. So it's like, obviously, we're impacted by that. In summer, I have more energy. My, my body's warm and, and there's less nighttime, so I sleep a little less and I have more energy. In wintertime, right now I'm in Chicago and it's cold. Chicago gets really cold in winter and the days are pretty short. So I need to sleep longer. And I'm able to get in touch with that because I make my own hours and, and I... I'm a juggler. I, I just, I do whatever the fuck I want. So I actually listen to, to that. And I listen to my body and how much I need to sleep, whatever I need to eat. And I, I try to adapt. I don't have like a fixed regiment. So all of that, all of those factors, some of them we can influence I wouldn't say like we can control because even though I try to sleep perfectly even though I try to eat perfectly I, I, mean, I don't have a whole team behind me uh, you know helping me to coach myself and everything like I was listening to an interview of James LeBron uh, the very famous basketball player that apparently is um, on track to become the best basketball player of all time. And then he's, in his interview, he was giving his interview and he was actually with his personal coach and trainer that was like tracking his meals, uh, helping him ice his body after every, after, I was about to say after every show, after, after every performance, after every game that is uh, helping me, helping him track his sleep cycles and what he's eating and everything. It's like, well, obviously this guy, and it's awesome, has the opportunity to um, have someone like that uh, helping him 24-7, you know. I, I don't. I'm, I'm just a juggler. I, I, I'm figuring it out along the way. I'm trying to figure that out for myself. But hopefully I have... A lot of chance to to 
mostly be able to make my own hours and 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 listen to that listen to my body and listen to to the season and the change of the season and the change of my body and I change so I wanted to touch on that because it took me a long time to get rid of the frustration of having some days that for no reason my performance level just went way down and suddenly I'm I'm not able to do things that I just master, you know, like things that I've been doing for a while that let's keep taking this example of seven balls. So when I was 27, 28, I don't remember, and I was in Moscow, I, I juggled seven balls and I did this, I believe it was perfect. The timing, the rhythm of the juggling, the pattern, the directions, the, everything was just perfect, in pl- perfectly in place. It was like everything clicked and was in sync. That was 10 years ago, because now I'm 37. So in 10 years, I was not able to recreate that perfect scenario. But I have a lot of good days where I did a pretty nice seven ball pattern. And there's also days where it just sucks. It's not um, feeling right. And that's okay. That's okay in the sense that I cannot be perfect and I cannot be at my absolute perfect level of performance every day and that's okay I think what helps is to accept that and to readjust because for example it you know like it's going to impact how I train so if I have a, a training plan like I, I always do the same thing when I practice juggling I, I start with three balls all the time and I spend a while juggling three balls and then when I feel comfortable I close my eyes and I juggle three balls my eyes close for a little while and then I move up to four and I repeat that and then to five etc etc and then but I have like a probably an average amount of time I spend with each so I would spend like five minutes juggling three balls then I'm going to move up and spend maybe I don't know I'm just saying like randomly seven minutes juggling four and then 15 minutes juggling five etc etc sometimes when i'm in a really good place this timing shrinks so i only need to spend three times uh three i'm sorry i just need to spend like three minutes juggling three balls and then four minutes juggling four balls and then 10 minutes juggling five and then i move really fast and swiftly because my body is just in a great place and for whatever reason that day everything works very fluidly so in that case I adapt my juggling routine and I go with the flow but the problem is that I have the tendency to set that new rhythm and that that new flow as my new standard so the day after, I try to go as fast. And when I learned a lot is to be flexible in that. And the days where my body and my, my attention, my brain 
is like not able to uh, be up to the challenge, I guess, what I'm doing is simply slowing down. And I give myself more time to juggle three and then more time to juggle four. And then, so what I'm doing is that I'm not juggling longer in the end, you know, like maybe I do like a two hour session. At the end, I still juggle only two hours, but much less with the high difficult stuff and much longer with the, the basic and the simple stuff. Because, well, because if I don't do that, I just get frustrated. And my philosophy in juggling is that every time you're juggling, I, I mean, it's not a philosophy. It's actually like just what happens physically in our bodies. is like when you juggle, you're like carving a neural pathways in your brain. And you're telling your brain, I want my body to do that. So every movement we do, we're like practicing and going and sending some, you know, like electricity in your brain that goes through a neuropathways. The more you do that, the more the neuropathway grow bigger and stronger and the faster the uh, electricity current can go through. So basically, the faster the information goes through in your brain, that's why you become better. But the problem is that if you repeat a movement that's not right, you're actually reinforcing a neuropathway that's not the right one. So doing the right movement all the time, even though it's with three balls, and not seven, will still reinforce the right neuropathways that is actually going to help you do the seven balls. Because remember, I told you at, um, at the beginning of the episode, when you juggle three balls, five balls, seven balls, nine balls, all the odd numbers are the same pattern. So the movement you're doing with your body is the same. And it's actually true for the even numbers, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10. This is the same. It's a different pattern, but it's the same for all the odd, uh, odd numbers and all the same for all the even numbers. So there's basically two main patterns in juggling, the odd one and the even one. So if one day I'm not able to juggle 8 very well, because my body just can't do it. Instead of uh, spending time practicing eight balls badly, I go down to four and I juggle with four balls, but high, at the same height that I would juggle eight, but only with four. And since I'm in the same juggling pattern and I'm forcing myself to be in the same rhythm, I'm actually reinforcing the right neuropathways in my brain for eight balls without juggling eight balls. And I, it's been working for me. First of all, it's been working for me emotionally because then I don't get frustrated and I just understand that I need to slow down and just put some 
put some of my attention in the right place. So I just stop freaking out and push because pushing myself like that. I mean, I, I must admit, uh, I'm not very proud of that, but I hurt myself a lot. You know, like when I was younger, when I was like 18, 20, 22, I was just starting and I was pushing myself. I was I was juggling like between six and eight hours a day. And I was really pushing myself a lot because I wanted to get better and I wanted to become really good at juggling. That was my goal in life. So I would not admit that because for me, it felt like I'm regressing. You know, I'm, I'm going backward, like suddenly one day I'm able to do something great and it feels so good. And the next day I, I'm not able to do that. And suddenly I went backward, you know, I become worse. And that was, I couldn't support, I was not able to handle becoming worse. My goal was to becoming better, not worse. So I would push, I would push myself. And so it was not really healthy emotionally, but most importantly, I would say, I would hurt my body because being worst means I was not doing the right movement. So I was doing movement that were not correct. And that way I was um, fostering, I was like nourishing injuries. I was nourishing, uh, getting um, uh, a tendonite. Like a tendonite is when basically you just repeat a wrong movement over and over and over again until um, the muscle just get inflammated and you can't do the movement anymore because the muscle can't handle it. That happened to me so many times. So when I got to that point, I had to actually stop juggling for like two weeks to get better because I just couldn't juggle anymore. So if you, you know, I mean, that's how I learn frankly, because right now I seems, I, I sound a little like philosophical, like, oh, I'm able to, you know, I, I understand my body fluctuates like the season so I can slow down. But the truth is I learned because I was stubborn and I hurt myself and I got injuries and I just had no other choice than to stop juggling for two weeks. And, and many times because I just I didn't do this mistakes once I did it like a hundred times and after a long time you know probably like 10 years of like hurting myself over and over again I realized well I'm actually losing a lot of time not juggling for two weeks waiting for my injury to recover you know like waiting for my body to recover maybe when I don't feel great one day instead of pushing so hard and hurting myself, maybe I should give myself a day off. Or if I really want to juggle, maybe I can just do the minimum, you know, like juggle half the time and only half of my actual level, you know, like half of my standard, let's say. That way, I still do something, I still practice because I believe that juggling is really um, a daily practice. You, you, because of the nature, of, the nature of our body and our brain and how our muscles and our, the pathways in our brain are just like 
learning day after day, um, this is really important to to like practice uh, regularly. Like mo- mostly, I would say every day. What I try to do is juggle every day and give myself one day off in the week. I think that's enough for for my body. That's enough. One day off every week is enough. Uh, but it might be different depending who you are, and and it might be different for you. So that's not an absolute rule. But for me, it works. So yeah. I, I did a lot of mistakes and I hurt myself so many times to learn that lesson. And I thought it would be interesting to talk about it because if you can avoid that mistake and just give yourself some flexibility of mind, like a mindset that's flexible where you understand that our bodies fluctuates, that you want it or not, it it is going to fluctuate. And there's no way we can be at the top all the time. Um, that's just how we're built, you know, like that's just how life is and just how nature is. So failure, that's my outro. Failure is an essential part of juggling, but failing is not the problem. The problem is not learning from your failures. So, juggle, fail, learn, repeat. See you next week.